everybody. Welcome to Kame House Party. I'm Vince. I'm Aaron. And this is the podcast where Aaron and I attempt to watch every episode and iteration of Dragon Ball, then come on to a weekly podcast to talk about it. Uh, We're going episode by episode. We're into Dragon Ball Z. We're super excited to talk about episode 10. But before that, we've got to do something we like to call Kame Housekeeping. Look, we're having a house party. We're bringing people over. Not going to bring you into a mess, all right? We got to clean up, straighten things up, get everything ready. Uh, and the first piece of Kame House keeping, keeping that we have to accomplish is our world famous one minute roundup. I am so happy that you shot me. Man, oh man. What? Ah, love it. Uh, now. Now, as a sheriff of this year town, I have Ooh. never encountered a villainous do-batter who lacks being pumped full of lead. And, I, I, and despite that I have succinctly done my job and should just tie you and bring you back to the jail cell where you will await your hanging, I need to ask you, what is it about bullets Ooh. that makes you ooze pleasure? Let me, hold on, I'm feeling around. That a Colt forty-five. I... Yeah, well, of course. The only Ooh, thing yeah, that I can, the West was ever built on, the Colt 45. I, I can tell by the way it's rattling around. Oh. Near my lung, not punctured. Oh, my. Well, look, you're lucky I, that this here town's got a right fine doctor. We'll fix you up. Oh, no, please. please. What? What? No. What? I, sir, you asked me a question. I sort of avoided it because of my curiosity, but I got to say, I'm a collector of ammunitions. Well, Just internally. Well, I'll be. I shot a man who likes being shot by ammunition. I'll be. That ain't going to change what you done did, all right? It ain't going to change the fact that you what if- laid laid your dirty, grubbing hands on my daughter. Okay? that's, Wait, a that's illegal? That's illegal here in this town. It's illegal to touch my uh, daughter as the sheriff. You cannot touch my daughter in this town. Uh, that's why you've been shot, and that's why you will hang tomorrow. What if I told you that your bullet is right next to a bullet? Uh, it's near vertebrae six or seven. I forget which. But uh, it, it, that bullet was belonged to Jesse James. And you're right next to it. Oh, you sure whoa, you want to hang me? Wait a minute. Now you've, you've alerted the third part of my personality, which is my love of Jesse James. <laughs> Uh, and and see. So that it's having a third personality. That's what got me. <laughs> Just so you know. I, I was trying to get you on that one. Um, so that is the world famous one minute roundup, an improvised Western scene that gives Aaron and I a chance to loosen up our improv muscles. Cause you know, once you get the party going, you want to be able to transition from analyze to, uh, Hilaritize? Yeah, that's right. Go from analyze mm. to hilaritize in the matter of a split second. You can't do that on a cold muscle. Can't do that on a cold muscle at all. And I'll tell you that the scene ends when one of us breaks. This time it was Aaron. Uh, and then we get into the one-minute roundup proper, where one of us, Aaron, you're pulling double duty today because you have the honor of summarizing everything that has happened in Dragon Ball in one minute, that is 60 seconds. He has to summarize everything we've covered in Dragon Ball, because we finished that entire series. Go back and listen to those. And what we've covered in Dragon Ball Z thus far. Aaron, are you ready? I am. And I will begin in three, two, one. Dragon Ball is about seven magic crystal balls. If you click them all, you get any wish you want, and it centers around Goku, who was a little monkey boy. He's now a big monkey man, and now he's dead. Haha. But how did he get there? Let's find out. Uh, he had a bunch of adventures, and he made a lot of friends along the way. He, uh, he defeated an emperor from taking over the world. He defeated an army from taking over the world. He competed in three Tenkaichi tournaments. The first two he got second place in. Uh, the moon blew up in one of them. Uh, uh, but the third one, he won because he defeated... 
Piccolo Jr. Uh, to, to win the tournament and save the world. Uh, fun fact, Piccolo Jr. is the son of King Piccolo, who killed Krillin, which was Goku's best friend at the time. Uh, probably still. Uh, <laughs> and Goku had to, like, drink some water and train some more and do all that to stop him. Uh, Goku has a lot of adventure, but then he grew up. He got married. He had a kid. Uh, then he had a brother who came from space to say, hey, we're evil. You should be evil with me. He's like, nope, I'm going to kill you instead. Oh, no, I died too. Uh, so he Goku's dead. Gohan, out in the woods. Piccolo is training him. Saiyans are coming. The end. <laughs> Wow, little a little unorthodox. Whew. I mean, you you jumped around, but I think you did. You, I mean, we're getting way better at this than we probably should. Um, <laughs> our only life skill. <laughs> this is true. This is true. We've gotten our ten thousand hours in talking very fast. Um, but <laughs> I'll tell the listeners why we do this. We do this because we understand it's tough to to follow everything out there. So we wanted to make it easy by giving us ourselves a very hard challenge and it's so that you the listener don't have to go back and listen to every single episode of the podcast though we wouldn't mind it if you did or watch every single episode of dragon ball to get caught up because we know it's a lot so we decided to create the one minute roundup so that we do the hard work so you don't have to now i will tell you of the second and final piece of kame housekeeping where i let you know that aaron and i watched two different versions of the show. I watch the English dubbed version while Aaron watches the Japanese English subtitled version. Uh, We do this, you know, sometimes life throws you a little curveball, right? And when we sat down to this first episode, that was the curveball life gave us, was our inability to effectively plan. So (laughs) we decided to run with it, roll with it, and rock with it. And now it's become a staple of the podcast and it's a hilarious way to get differences between the different localizations, uh, point out different things. There's different music, different context. And usually the first thing that is different is the title. We've got a good cadence for DBZ. So I will start with the English dubbed title for episode 10 of Dragon Ball, Terror on Arlia. Oh, they give it a name. Yeah. Okay. Spell that for me. A-R-L-I-A, Arlia. Arlea, Texas. Yeah, I've been. Yeah. I drove through wait, there. For real? World's largest ball of string. <laughs> oh, wait. Are you pulling my. No, uh, I'm. Because that sounds so. I, I'm just. I'm pulling you. I'm, I'm pulling your ball okay. of string. Okay. Please sorry. don't pull my yarn. That's so tempting. <laughs> I just let it dangle. It's next to this fly and mm-hmm. uh, a cardboard box. Yep. <laughs> a trio of pleasures for me. For uh, We won't say why. <laughs> I like your title, and mine's kind of, eh, I'm not crazy about it. But let's see, let's see what it does. For Dragon Ball Z, episode 11, the English subtitle title is The Saiyans, Mightiest Warriors in the Universe, Awaken. Okay. I, look, I don't dislike that, because it, it does get to the point where, like, they're telling you, you're going to watch the Saiyans fight. Get ready. Get excited. Yeah. Right? Uh, that's it's, fine. The syntax is a little weird, but a, that's, a little I'm sure odd. that's a translation thing. Mm-hmm. There's like two commas. <laughs> Maybe there should be zero. <laughs> Are those Oxford or no? Regular style. Regular style commas. Yeah, I, I actually like my title better than yours this time because it reminds me of a title of like a Star Trek episode. Because mm. Arlia is definitely in the same system as wherever the Romulans are, right? Arlia is an independent, it's an independent moon somewhere near the Romulan homeworld. They've remained independent thanks to the Federation. So Picard's got to go in there and stop the terror on Arlia, which could be a secret Romulan plot to get Picard to shoot down an Arlian cruiser and and by the grace of data he doesn't. Boom. There we go. I just wrote the next episode All of right, Picard. Get that, yeah, get that script going. <laughs> Brett Spider, I know you're listening. <laughs> I'm a huge fan. Unironically. Um, he's a great actor. Everybody should love Brett Spider. Uh, but Aaron, before we get too far into this episode, I had to highlight uh the English narrator for the stellar wordplay in the recap of this episode. Okay. Yeah, lay it on us. 
But he hasn't developed the fighting skills of his father yet. And with his dino buddy digested by the big T-Rex, Gohan soon found out only the strong survive. Speaking of strong, two sinister Saiyans are headed towards Earth right now. Every minute they get closer. And that means it won't be long before we all find out what the Big Bang Theory really is. Keep your eyes <laughs> What? Yes! <laughs> that doesn't make any damn sense! <laughs> well, I guess we'll find out what the Big Bang Theory really is. Really is. Oh, that I I had to. What? I just had to. Um, what? Yes, isn't that isn't that something? So, the creation of the universe started with the large explosion um, created by a Saiyan, apparently. I guess <laughs> I that's guess. what it's all about. What? What? <laughs> it doesn't make no. I also just like uh, the way that he's his dino. Dino buddy digested in front of him. I was like, oh, God. Yeah, that was. See, I thought that's what you wanted me to hear. So uh, I'm like, that's not bad. But no, 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 no. <laughs> I mean, I'm ready now. I know. I'm don't you feel up. don't you feel like we're ready to get really into this episode? Yeah, let's let's do the thing. We're still in this kind of holding pattern, waiting for the Saiyans to arrive. Um, Gohan wakes up. After who knows how many months or weeks or days of, of training since the last uh, time we saw him, uh, he is definitely like he's beefed up. Like Gohan looks significantly older than when he started and a lot stronger. And it shows he he's running around, collecting berries, kicking trees real hard, catching all of them in a bowl. And of course, you know, the icing on the cake for, for this entire like little sequence is Gohan gets chased by that same bully T-Rex that killed and ate his friend. Uh, Gohan, unlike any other time, is not scared, running, chasing, even taunting the dinosaur until uh, the di- he gets the dinosaur to, you know, knock himself out on a rock and then slices off a piece of his tail for dino steak breakfast. Uh, Gohan says, ooh, tail steak for breakfast again today. Gohan has this system of keeping this animal alive just enough yes. to torture it every morning. It's not definitely not the first time he's cut off the dinosaur's tail. Uh, we, we do get a pull out to see Piccolo hovering above Gohan at this point. And I like this line right after what you just said, because he's like, he's starting to master the training. What training? <laughs> I was going to say, Piccolo, is the training cruelty to animals? Yes. yes, he's mastering all my laid out plans. That's right. I'm paying this dinosaur. Hold on. <clears throat> That's right. I'm paying this dinosaur to get beaten up. Uh, here he comes now. Good job, man. <laughs> what do you mean you want to quit? Can, can, spe- speak English. Come on. <clears throat> fine, fine. Sorry, I was just so deep in character. I just want... Look, man, I didn't sign up to get pieces of my tail cut off, okay? It grows back, but it takes months. Months, man. Look, I'm paying you... I'm paying you good zenny. I think that's what you like. Yeah, yeah, no, I, I, I'm I, a zenny guy. I'm not like those other dinos. Look, I, I've got a lifestyle that I gotta maintain... And sometimes the freelance, like, movie gigs aren't coming through every now and then, so I got to take odd jobs like this. But look, I was all for scaring the crap out of that little kid. I thought it was weird, but I I was going to scare him. But now he's not even scared of me. He's faster than me. And all the time, I'm going to get CTE, goddammit. You're going to do... Man, You know, I I don't even know what the... In the ad, it said... One, must be able to lift 50 pounds over their head. Second, there's some, you know, it's hazardous conditions. Must provide steel toe boots and hard hat. You haven't worn it once. You know how hard it is to get this stuff made for somebody like me? And also, wouldn't that defeat the purpose? Wouldn't he know? Isn't the whole point? This is like clandestine. Uh, he's kind of, I know his dad. He's kind of dumb. He, he's book smart. He's not real world smart. Fine. Well, why, why could we just show him a picture of me in a book to scare him then? Oh, he 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 loves those things. He I don't know. He'd like lick it. I don't know. I don't know what humans do with books. 
No, neither do I. I don't even know why I referenced it. I'm uh, sorry. That was just more confusing okay. than anything else. Look, I, I, I understand your problem. Just 10% pay increase. Would that, would that keep you on? He's not quite strong enough. Oh. And you pro- you might lose a leg. Oh, uh, all right, fine. If I'm going to lose a leg, could we start talking about, like, temp to perm or at least a, uh, a you know, I uh, mean, uh, a dental solution? Like, I could use some dental. I'm eating a lot of rocks trying to bite this kid, okay? Look, we, uh, we just had some layoffs, so you're oh. actually very lucky to be a part of this oh, training don't, program. Don't give me that. Don't give me that. Look, this is great for your reel. Oh, oh, your come dino on. reel. Come on. I wasn't born yesterday. Uh, I gotta go. Boop. Fly away. Hey, 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 hey. I'm hungry again. No, no. Where's that delicious dinosaur? And see. A living wage for a living lizard. <laughs> That's what we support. We all support that. But after Piccolo is pleased with Gohan's training, this is where the real episode starts, folks. Uh, because we get a cut to Vegeta and Nappa in their pods hurtling through space. Uh, I have to start with this. The computer wakes up Vegeta by with this, Aaron, and uh, with this quote. Uh, Vegeta, we are one parsec away from planet Arlia. Nothing. You got nothing? Just a bunch of, just a bunch just of beeps beep, and boops. Boop, 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 boops. And then wake them up gas. Yeah. The opposite of knockout gas. <laughs> a little wake and bake for Vegeta <laughs> yeah. Napa. Yeah, it's just his vaporizer yeah. going off. <laughs> He's got it on time release. Um but yeah, I wanted to I wanted to call out the fact that in my version of the show, they use parsec. Aaron, does this mean that Dragon Ball Z takes place long, long ago, far, far away in the Star Wars U? So to bring up an old nerd argument in A New Hope, episode four. Han Solo references that, that he performed the Kessel Run in 12 parsecs. And the argument is that, well, Han Solo is an idiot because a parsec is a unit of distance, not a unit of time. So I'm going to say yes. <laughs> Based on that information. <laughs> Based on that information of Han of being a dum-dum. Yes. Dragon Ball, Star Wars, existing in the same universe. Oh, wh- where is it? Get it! I gotta find it! They're just on different sides of the... Of the galaxy. Of the, yeah, they're on different sides. Of the, but I'm, I can't, Aaron, I'm looking for, I can't find, it's, is it? It's been a while. Do you have it on your end? I can't find mine. Uh, ah, there it is. Oh, uh, uh, yes. Whew. Aaron, I think I we got. I thought I mailed it to you, yeah. Yeah, I thought you, I, I, you know, sometimes things get away from you. Like this, the, the point in the show where I have to hit this button because we've made something canon. And, you know. Dragon Ball Z and Star Wars being in the same universe based on the parsec is now, Aaron, it is canon, not Nick Cannon. (laughs) It's true. It's true. The Masked Singer is overrated. (laughs) Sarah Palin sucks. Well, I think. <laughs> well, I think- I'm, I'm kidding. She's talented. She did a great job on the show. Whatever. I don't care. Oh, I wasn't going to defend her ass. I was going to say this. This will make intern Josh, former former intern Josh, former CEO Josh. Yes. Uh, very happy. To yes. Hear that we finally got them together. Um, <laughs> and now and now production can begin on our slate of films. Look, you old slobs know. <laughs> You know about the saga of intern slash CEO Josh. How he finagled uh, a way for us to get our, uh, what is it, anime Avengers style franchise Mm -hmm. movies and incorporating Dragon Ball into the MCU and now with Disney and and, uh, taking over Marvel and boom, boom, bada, bing. We've been waiting for a linchpin to keep everything together, and that's it. So in the third movie of this franchise, that will come up, and then we can start just Kylo Ren hanging out with Tian Shinhan. We've got 
uh, Jar Jar Binks and Icarus hanging out, uh, Ox King and and uh, the Hulk, not to mention General Grievous. Are they a team? Are they going to stop Frieza? Who knows? Everyone just just kissing. Yeah. <laughs> That's the third movie. Third movie is kissing. That's how they solve their problems. Of course. It, it, love conquers all. A smooch all. off. A smooch off. A tournament of smooches. The 23rd annual Tenkaichi smooch off. <laughs> <laughs> Let me... <laughs> Gohan. I am your father. Um, Dad, Goku, what happened? No, Gohan. Like Piccolo before me, I will train you in the ways of the dark side. Only then can you defeat the Saiyan army of clones. This is, this is really, uh, okay. Um, so the dark side's like a new technique? An energy blast of some sort? Precisely. You will use your key force to move objects and create lightning bolts. Is that why you uh, chopped my hand off? Uh, That was was mostly... I was aiming for your tail and then, you know, I had a flash and boom. A twofer. A twofer, yes. You are uh, now. I will send you into a Tie Fighter and shoot you off into space if you can survive for six months. What? Well, then I'll come back. Uh, well, let me look into the camera real quick and say, "Here we go again." Cut! Cut! <laughs> this thing is sweltering. And see. And see. And see. Uh, I thought you were going to talk about how Darth Vader can't kiss oh <laughs> and that's how he loses well he was more taking on a training role that like he's the he's the new every every side character or nemesis of goku now has to train gohan uh as it were yep nope look air tight sound air yep tight <laughs> for some reason we cut back to the boss squad they're excited to train with kami we're going to go t- get Tien and Shiaotzu, but uh, who cares? Because we're back with Vegeta. Yes. <laughs> Thank you for quickly blowing that off as it should have been. Mm-hmm. Man, oh, man. Because uh, this is where it gets really weird, right? We have no, we don't know anything about this planet, Arlia. Vegeta is like, we'll flip it real quick. You know, <laughs> quick, quick reno. We're in and out. We've done that scene. Sorry. We've done we that scene. We can't it. do it again. Um, they are encountered by... Giant bug people. Oh, boy. I would describe these bug people as any bug person you see on like a 70s sci-fi novel. Mm-hmm. You'll, you'll get the idea. Yeah, Chitness, yeah, yeah. piccolo uh, musculature. Yeah, the tick mix meets piccolo with antenna. I think at one point, Nappa calls them crickets. <laughs> Uh, which is oh really derogatory as all get out. So I won't be using that term to describe the Aurelian people because <laughs> <laughs> I'm an I'm an Aurelian ally. But they are Vegeta and Nappa are confronted, and Nappa quickly wants to like Vegeta. Let's just kill these motherfuckers. And Vegeta's like, let's have some fun. So then they're they're taken by these bug people to their bug king. I have a few questions. One, is Vegeta a redhead in yours? Uh, yes. All right. <laughs> I'm just, I assume Bulma makes him die. I don't know. Right. I, I mean, we will eventually get to the point where we learn how Vegeta's hair changed and also his armor changed because he's got that cool, like, orange and orange and navy, right? It's orange, navy, and like a little green. Um, yeah, I'm. I'm sure there's a very logical, research-driven answer to to why his hair is like this right now. Uh, but unfortunately, we don't do research, and we can't look it up. But you folks at home can by writing to us, tweeting at us, Instagram commenting us, hashtag at KHP Research, and, and that way we'll know because we're dumb. And we, we're, we are willfully ignorant. <laughs> Yeah, that is our position. That is the will of the ignorant. 
to, to continue to be uninformed and let others do our work for us. And then... Ooh, then. So so you talk... Well, no, well, we're still on Aurelia. You were still on Aurelia. I wanted to just drop some... We got a, a little bit of light exposition sprinkled in this scene because the... The large bug people say that they they mentioned that they've got a king, that uh, they're gonna have to take them back into their custody, put them in the the and have them fight in the arena for the king's amusement. There's no mention of them fighting. It's kind of in in later scenes, I guess it's kind of implied. When Vegeta says to Nappa, "Hey, let's just go along with it for right now," the way he told him in mine. Was he did it psychically? Oh right, you're you're one hundred percent right. <laughs> he because it. I don't think I picked up on that until you said it. It wasn't in a normal voice. They changed the background to be spooky ooky. <laughs> um, there wasn't a like <sighs> Vegeta Napa. Let's just go along with this. None of that. It was echoey. It's psychic. Vegeta has psychic powers. <laughs> Maybe Napa. Definitely Vegeta. Definitely Vegeta. I'm assuming that Nappa can only receive. <laughs> he's in he's in a kind of mail jail situation where he cannot send mental <laughs> messages. He can only receive them until he does his timesheets. That's a reference I don't understand because I'm not in corporate America. But Ooh. I will say. But if I can say this, Nappa, he didn't. He he's not up on his psychic phone bill. He can only <laughs> communicate on Wi-Fi. <laughs> Opening scene of Parasite, y'all know. Uh, I just have to say, the the next cut we get to was, one, incredibly surprising, but also one of the best-looking chase scenes I've ever seen in this anime or in I many anime. I watched it like twice. It's great. I was so excited. Uh, and you can maybe, if, you, if you're an old slob and you know what this podcast is about, <laughs> we are gushing over... Uh, Best girl of the entire internet, uh, launch, blonde-haired launch, in this badass chase scene. Oh, so good. She's robbing the Mushroom Kingdom. <laughs> this is true. She's, ro- she's robbing Princess Peach, getting all them coins. Well, she wasn't in that castle, so it wasn't defended. There's a, there's a toad. There's a Bowser, a toad. Mm-hmm. Unless she, you know what? If I If I was a schemer. I'd wait till Mario and kick Bowser out of there. There's only one toad. Then I'd go rob it. There you go. Give me a warp whistle. <laughs> Give this man a warp whistle. You know how much I could sell that for? <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, this this scene is great. Launch on her. Uh, they brought back the monocycle for this scene. I thought that was mm-hmm. great. This is such a good action scene. I kind of want to just post it in its entirety because it is like a oh, minute yes. long. It's got to. But it's it's going to get posted. It's so rad. Uh, they copy some shots from the first time we meet her, like her her she shoots an RPG out. Uh, she has a smoke screen on the back of it, a la James Bond. Yep. She is fucking up these cops. Oh, yeah. And uh, having a great time doing it. And then, you know, so we won't linger on it too much. We won't describe it frame by frame. But what I will uh, recount is uh, at the end, she does this triumphant slide uh, after skipping over water. And says this, she says, this is for you, TN, and you better wait for me. Gonna get you lots of food with these green backs. Similar. It's <laughs> just like, like what a, <laughs> all, all of that death so that she could feed TN. I, I have a theory. Ooh, lay it on us. Much like a small bang. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna tell you what the launch bang is all about. <laughs> Is blonde-haired Launch in cahoots with blue-haired Launch? Have they formed an alliance? Are they writing notes to each other memento style? Mm. Hey, I'll rob the bank, get the money. You cook Tien the food, and then we both get them. Wink, wink. (laughs) Wink emoji. I had to write it out. She's texting herself this. Yeah, maybe they've got like a truce going on. You know, the Tien truce of uh, 2020 for Launch. A truce for that juice. Ooh. <laughs> They've got Triclops fever. They've got Triclops fever. <laughs> They've got Triclops fever. Dun, 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 dun. But yeah, <laughs> I, th- I I agree. I think it's, I think they are, uh, they are now like, realize that they're sharing the same body and they're, you know, borrowing each other's strengths mm-hmm. a la Naruto and Kurama. 
They're sharing the same body so they can share the same, same body. Hey. Gonna need that four witches technique. Gonna need that four witches <laughs> technique. Oh, all those hands? Yeah. God. Uh, what a... Uh, ooh. <laughs> Look. I am pulling my collar. We're, we're getting... We're reaching hoardiness levels that we normally don't get, so we should probably back down. But I will say, in the pre... On Funimation, which is neither a good nor a bad service... When they pay us money, I'll tell you what kind of service they are. <laughs> but on the thumbnail for the next episode, the thumbnail is Tien holding launch. And it looks like a it looks like a perilous situation. So I cannot wait to see the continuing adventures of these two wonderful people that deserve each other and should be happy, damn it. They do. They deserve each other. They deserve happiness. They don't need to be played like how Kakarot did, where it's just launch searching for five years and Tien, I don't know what his deal was. He did not want to see launch. <laughs> and he's a fool for thinking as such, but that's the game. Aaron, you might hate me after I say this, but maybe during that time, Tien was uh, intermittent fasting, so he wasn't eating lunch. Launch. He wasn't eating launch. I'd like to thank the Academy. I'd like to thank uh, I'd like to thank, thank the Podfather Jimmy Pardo, Mark Barron, Scott Ackerman. All right, no, I'm getting from from several producers, several just people passing by, and just my own consciousness. We we've reached the hoardiness level for this episode. We have to, no more hoarding. We cannot talk in a sexually explicit manner or innuendo manner sure. anymore. Fine. We'll see. We'll I mean, see. We'll see. <laughs> we'll, we'll see. see. <laughs> Look, the Saiyans are in cages as they're being drugged back to the castle, Planet of the Apes style, mm-hmm. even though they're the apes. Uh, uh, ooh. You, you, you get it. I, I like that. I, I'm with it. I'm with it. Because I, I uh, before you go any further, I like that in this episode, very Star Trek style, uh, the home planet creatures, like these bug people, keep calling Vegeta and Nappa ugly. <laughs> they're like, oh, they're gross. Look at them. Ew. Yeah. And I love that. There's no carapace. Yeah. Where where are their feelers? <laughs> Two eyes of an unsegmented sword? I'm going to throw up and then eat it and then feed it to my young. That's how disgusted I am. Orifices that, that, that have... Ooh, what is that in there? Are those teeth? Ew. Ugh. Why don't they just vomit on their food? <laughs> like everyone else here. I know we made a pact to not be horny, but this is more scientific. I bet their genitals are on the outside. Yes, we bug Ugh. scientists, we don't want to be any hornier than we have to, but I assume <laughs> that their genitals are everywhere. <laughs> Just willy-nilly all about. These aliens are disgusting. Lock them up. Shave them to make them more presentable. <laughs> but yeah, they get they get locked up. We... Oh, I'm sorry. End scene. End scene. End scene. Um, they get locked up, and we get sort of a, a montage of what life is like on a Raleigh as a bug person. We see the king. Mo- Moe, I believe is what they call him. Maybe. Maui. I- not not from Moana. <laughs> it's not The Rock. Not The Rock's character. No. Oh, this is how we get The Rock into the into the, into our universe. <laughs> That's true. We call him King Maui. What can I say? Bug. You're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> but maybe not because this is this is a shitty king. Yeah, oh yeah, he's a bad king. The The Rock can never he can The Rock can be full of himself, very arrogant, but he can never be bad. He can never I'm be bad. I'm pretty sure that's in his contract. Um, he's a bad king. Peep, gladiators are fighting. Um, he's got some hot bug. I assume. <laughs> Don't judge me. No, look. look. Hey, that's how they said it. The, the king's got what looks like a queen to his side. Mm-hmm. Many servants giving him fresh fruit while he watches two gladiators battle it out. He's not even on his throne. He's like lounging on the stairs. Yeah. Like like it's summer in the city. <laughs> but uh, we'll get back to that because Vegeta and Nappa get thrown to the dungeon. As soon as they're in there, there are other bug people. And they're just like, 
one of them is very friendly, and one of them is very open with his life. Yeah, and we'll. we'll it sounds like it's not too different. No, I think my, it's the what, same. Yeah. What this bug person says is like everything's shitty because of King Maui. Oh my God, he's capturing spacemen too. They call them spacemen. Mm. In, in mine, that's where their their slur, their slam, <laughs> their slam on outsiders. Yeah. Then he goes on to say, King Maui took my wife on our <laughs> wedding night. Can you imagine? Oh. I'm pretty sure he, like, he's just in despair, but also, you just met them. Yeah. You didn't even give them your name. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. No wonder she left you for this king. <laughs> You're just telling everyone your business. King, I know it's my wedding night and I should be with my my wife, but I just wanted to tell you that when I was five, I fell down and skinned my knee, and I've been what? afraid of cracks ever since. I'm just walking, I'm just on my kingly stroll that I do every night. I'm walking past your house. Why did you tell me this? Ah, my liege, I tell you because I hope that one day we, the, the people of Arlia, Ar- Ar- sorry, I... <laughs> I'm dyslexic as well, my liege. Hey, I don't know how to pronounce it either, man. (laughs) Keep going. I'm glad we have that in common. Maybe maybe you should also meet my wife. (laughs) Oh, homina, homina. My proboscis is rolling out. Uh, (laughs) My antenna are doing a whirly-whirl. As it, you, you know how some bow ties are gags and they spin around. That's oh. what my antenna are doing currently. As oh, you can tell. my my liege! I thought this kind of uh, prominent mating display was frowned upon. You're making me feel inferior. Your wife has got it. Uh, I gotta say, she's got it going on. I, I, Much like Aerosmith, pink is my favorite color. I will. I, she's pink. Yes, of course. Her, her carapace is the color pink. It, it was it was actually a birth defect that made made her unique. <laughs> wow! So I took her as my wife. What are you? Look, I'm going to run this plan to the ground, but uh, you're kind of a jerk for telling strangers your your wife's problems. Huh? You want to? Why don't you come over to the castle? Uh, to, sure. I, no, not you. Well, what? you in a different way. Oh, in a different way. Guards. Clap, clap. Second pair of hands. Clap, clap. Third pair of hands. Clap, clap. Because we're insects. And, and, <laughs> and I couldn't push back all three claps. <laughs> yeah, he's... This guy sucks. And I'm kind of not upset. <laughs> About what happens When later. the thing that... Yeah. The thing that happens to him happens. I'm like, eh. It's fine. But you guys should have just kept his mouth shut. Mm-hmm. Maybe none of this would have happened. Yeah, his the king did take his wife. Her name is Lemuria. Then the gladiator fight is finished. The loser, begging and pleading for his life, is thrown into a a pit, uh, a Jabba type pit again, reinforcing <laughs> reinforcing our theory. <laughs> it, this bang is getting bigger. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> so the monster inside is just a larger version of them. Yeah, I wanted to talk about this. Yeti is the monster, or the larger of the insect creatures in the pit. And the gladiator that gets thrown in it is Gregor. And they, like, it seemed like Gregor knew Yeti in mind, because he's like, Yeti, please, don't, don't do this, Yeti. And I was like, oh, no. (laughs) Like, it it posits that Yeti was once... (laughs) Like a member of the society before he was made to eat the king's... Yeah. Is this a Street Fighter the movie scenario where <gasps> Yeti was super soldiered like Blanca mm-hmm. and Gregor came in like Guile. Yes. Like Van Damme to save his buddy, even though he's become a giant monster person. I think so. I think... <laughs> I think Gregor was always going to lose that fight so he could he, he's like if I could just have a word with my with my friend Yeti I could bring him back to us. He has enough power to overthrow the king. And yeah. no, it didn't happen. No. My brain bad, sorry. <laughs> it's got a bad brain. Brain. Uh, uh, you kind of always had a bad brain. So <laughs> honestly, it's on me, Gregor. After Gregor is um let's just say chomped on by Yeti. A new victor is crowned, and that new victor is a commercial. 
I'm Noah Carden. And I'm Aaron J. Shelton. We're the co-hosts of Thinking Too Hard About Anime. The show is an episode-by-episode deep dive into some of our favorite anime. We give you some history, some film critique and analysis, and overall, we try to figure out what makes the series we cover so great. For our first season, we're covering Cowboy Bebop, and we are both gigantic fans of the series. I own an original 2001 Swordfish 2 and Faye and Spike figure. And I started smoking because of Spike. I don't anymore, but he was the impetus for it. So yeah, the show has deeply affected us, and we're very excited to talk about it. Come along with us as we think too hard. We're bi-monthly, with episodes coming out every other Thursday. You can listen on Anchor or wherever you get your podcasts. After the King decreed commercial break, Maui's like, hey, I'm bored. Bring me those spacemen. Quote, if they're cute, I'll make them my pets. <laughs> I did not get that line. Oh, man. I like that line a lot more. I won't take it a certain way because we've reached our horniness limit. Yeah, we've, so we've reached, reached our horniness it. quota. But after that, Vegeta and Nappa just stroll up. And they're like, hey, how'd you escape? <laughs> and uh, it just... We we cut to like the carnage they caused in the dungeon, but it's just I I did think they were gonna do the whole rigmarole. They're gonna bring Vegeta and Nappa out in shackles, and then they like suddenly break free. But no, nah, it's like no, nah, we're we're bored. Yeah, I, I really <laughs> like that little turn. Um, that was very. It seemed like the most Vegeta move <laughs> to, yeah. to just be like, eh, now we're bored. Bang bang bang. Well, that well, what's his bucket? We find his name later, but <laughs> are we gonna call him what's his bucket? No, I mean, I wrote a name for him in my notes. I called him Cuckbug. <laughs> Mark that bingo card <laughs> Mark, if you got him. Mark that bingo card if you got him. Quick reminder, we do have a bingo card created and coded by Power Listener Jeff. Go on our website, comedyhouseparty.com to get it. And keep clicking it till you get the one that says Aaron calls someone a cuck. <laughs> because I guess I do it a bunch. But, you know, here's the proof. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's still Cuckbug's still alive, by the way. Oh yeah, he's still alive. But uh, I mean, it's kind of just a bunch of fighting, right? A bunch of one-sided fighting. Very one-sided uh, fighting. A lot of vaporizing of heads. I think when <laughs> the king orders uh, one of the guards, or yeah, orders the champion to fight Nappa because he thinks Nappa is going to be more of a challenge than Vegeta. Vegeta does the two-finger point and shoot. Vaporizing the champion's head. Uh, yeah, it's it's a lot of classic. Oh, I mean, could you say these are like classic moves from Vegeta and Nappa? Nappa does the charge up and throw his hand, and everybody just vaporizes. Two fingers moving up. Yeah, I, I I was trying to think of maybe I I think I wrote. Yeah, I said maybe we could name that move from Nappa since we're gonna see it later. Uh, it doesn't have a name for it. Like, um, hmm. We can go British and call it the two finger salute. Hmm. Oh, that would, dang! All right, that's that's no, that's top <laughs> of the right, list well, already. Meeting over, I guess. <laughs> We're going to lunch. Just like today's new working culture, meeting over. <laughs> the big flip. Ooh, I do like that. Uh, to go off of the food theme, though, I had flapjack. Nice. I I just like the idea of Napa like charging up that attack like he did, just going ah, flapjack. <laughs> but the two finger salute is. Way better. Flapjack's good. Don't all right. Well now, yourself down, but. well now let me try. Let me try two finger salute because I, I think I'm gonna. Okay. I think I'm gonna like. I think I do have to hear it in character. All right. To, yeah. To here be we a go. Good judge of it. <sighs> two finger salute. It's flapjack. I'm sorry. Ooh, flapjack. I'm sorry, me. I did look that. I did not expect that. If you, the listener, want to pick clean. one of those, it's flapjack, two finger salute. Or the big, big flip. bang theory, or the big bang, the, <laughs> the big, big bang theory, like the big flip theory, <laughs> the big, the big, Jesus, which is my say. series of skate videos that Ooh. I produced in 1998 with with the cast of Big Bang Theory. Yeah, before before, before they were they stars. were before they were anything. That's how they got the idea for Big Bang Theory. They fucking shredded, <laughs> taking it over everyone's pools in SoCal, ripping it up, just listening to Goldfinger. No 311? I mean, uh, I was just referencing, I'm just taking Tony Hawk Pro Skater specifics. Was there no 311 in Tony Hawk Pro Skater? 
maybe in two i'm more familiar with the first one i'm more of a scosman don't count me out though i w- i had a real big fish moment i had a real real big fish moment <laughs> i got reeled in jesus i'm done after the guards are moitalized it's time it's yeti's time to shine he comes out of the pit goes up against napa uh they're sort of locked they're locked in physical combat in a bit of a grapple like mm. Nappa's holding Yeti's giant hand. Then, in a gross manner, <laughs> rips Yeti's finger off, licks the green blood that flew on his face, and then he blows up Yeti. <laughs> yeah, that was the most disgusting thing I've ever seen. Don't lick blood off your face. We all know why now. Yeah, if you've got green blood on your face, don't lick it. Just grab a tissue. Dab. Don't wipe. Dab it off. Mm-hmm. <laughs> After... You know, the dust settles. Vegeta and Nappa call their pods. They're, Ooh, wait, wait, wait. You, did I miss something? The king, the king being killed. Oh, right. I, how could I forget about how the king went out? <laughs> Which, again... Like a punk? <laughs> yes, he goes out cowering behind his throne. And I'm pretty sure Vegeta flings rocks at him. <laughs> I Again, I assumed his psychic powers came into play. Right. A rock impales him, and then another rock cuts his throne in half, and that half just lands on his head. He was squished, as it were. Ah, yes, 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 yes. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. No giant glass to shoo him out the window? No, no no giant glass cup uh, with a piece of paper underneath it so you could take them outside. Vegeta's got a flip-flop in his hand. (laughs) After that, and like weirdly and silently, uh, Vegeta and Nappa call for their pods. Bug Cut comes out and thanks Vegeta and Nappa, says they're the savior of their planets. Vegeta and Nappa just float up, crappy animation style, into yes. their pod. <laughs> like, no sound effect. It was very odd. I'm glad that remained. And then they, they just leave. And Bug Cut, whose name is Atla, A-T-L-A, mm-hmm. is reunited with his love, Lemuria. And they they lived happily ever after. Oh no! Oh no! No, bug people cannot have happiness. That's what the that's what the Big Bang Theory is really about. Yeah, it's yeah. about how bug people can't be happy. Unfortunately, no. Yeah, it 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 was like oddly comedic, like very dark. Com like this scene felt very dark comedy to me. Zav's Nappa and Vegeta are flying away nap was like so you really think you could sell that place and vegeta says this line and it really does solidify who vegeta is in my mind when he he's like i don't think it would be worth anything besides i heard this planet has a bug problem <laughs> i was like damn vegeta yes <laughs> exactly I was like, all right, that's a pretty, that's a villainous line if I've ever heard one. Mm-hmm. Uh, which is then followed by Vegeta unceremoniously blowing up the planet. But he does say as he's firing that laser beam, get out of my sight, you good for nothing planet. Mm. And then followed by, they're beautiful when they're obliterated, no matter what planet they happen to be. All right. So that carried through. Like Nappa is like, I love good fireworks after a fight. Um, and there, Napa also has this one line because not only does the planet explode, but the moon as well of the planet. And yeah, the uh, moon weirdly, <laughs> the moon just I, like, before, <laughs> oh, oh shit. I've, it's like, it's running. It's like someone told it to get in for this picture. <laughs> yeah. The moon just slides <laughs> into the slides planet. Into the planet. <laughs> um, and, <laughs> and Napa. Oh shit. You guys get exploded. <laughs> hold up. Hold up. Wait, 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 wait. I'm coming. I'm coming. <laughs> Oh, uh, uh, who invited <laughs> who invited Vega 3? Nobody wants to oh, blow up boy. with that moon. Uh, that moon's only sulfur. He's always in my orbit. <laughs> Can't get rid of the guy. You know, once I had that moon, he was sitting on my rings for weeks. <laughs> that moon tried to claim that it was formed from me, but we all know it was just a stray asteroid that got stuck. Don't even pretend. Look, I'm an asteroid, and I know that. I don't pretend to be anybody's <laughs> moon, okay? Yeah. 
Yeah, man. Thanks for just passing by Look, every couple thousand years. It's always good to see you. Hey, it's good to see you guys too, but I don't overstay my welcome. And sometimes I might just satellite around for a little bit, see how the orbit is. Then I'm out, baby. Yeah. Yeah, you never crash into us. No. Why would I do that? Hey, man, you want, you're want? a good dude. You want to get in on this explosion? Ooh, y'all exploding. Let me get in on Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. Don't let Moon hear you. <laughs> and scene. Ooh, some sci- Ooh, some scientific theory jokes. Ooh, gosh, we're everywhere with this one. Um, but yeah, to to that point, Napa says as the moon is being engulfed in the explosion, he's like, "You got the moon too. Nice touch." <laughs> so, like, this last scene, this last scene had me like chuckling to myself. No, it, it's so dark, but I was like, "Yeah." These lines are great. <laughs> well, they're also just standing in the vacuum of space. Right. <laughs> outside of their pods, which I did not know was possible for them. I, I've seen a couple episodes of Super where Goku's fighting in the vacuum of space. So. All right. 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 But if you know the definitive answer as to whether Saiyans can exist in the vacuum of space, hit us up. Cage, hashtag KHB Research. But yeah, that's it. The love bugs. I'm surprised we haven't made that joke yet. Uh, oh, here we got to get it under yeah. the wire. Yeah, they're they're running. They run towards each other, and then once they finally embrace, then the the explosion happens. Yep. That is it for this episode. The in- millions died, I guess. Maybe. Hooray! I mean, we might be able to. You might be able to justify it in your own head as saying, you know, well, the planet was kind of down on its luck anyway. They had a brutal regime. So maybe in that moment, Vegeta and Nappa weren't the worst guys. But I tell you, that's that's a falsity. <laughs> no, clearly this episode is to show that they bad boys. Mm-hmm. Ooh, we've got some research. Oh, yeah. This came to us from uh, Instagram. Somebody slid into my DMs on a Kame House Party. Boar, father of Odin, on Instagram, wrote in, I'll just read the message. A friend sent this to me, thought of the pod. It comes from an imager link. And what it is, is uh, Dungeons and Dragon Ball Mark 1.2, the first six races. Uh, Expect more in the future. So this person is cataloging the different uh, races in the Dragon Ball Z uh, universe. And there's a lot of great details, like this sadistic reputation of the Frieza clan, uh, the galactic, why they're galactic conquerors, uh, mutation and transformation information. Uh, They have traits like ability score increase. Oh, I guess this is if you're playing the the D&D version. Then you got got the Majin, (laughs) you got all their traits and abilities, you got uh, the Namekians, you're getting Saiyans and all their transformation and their traits. So if you are like we are, which is usually hungry for info, uh, I'll be sure to post this link somewhere. That sounds like all of my interests. <laughs> yeah. And then we got another message from Instagram from a, <laughs> I don't know what to do with his name, but uh, I'll read it. <laughs> Where pussies go to relax. <laughs> So. We re- well, we can't be horny anymore. So can't be horny anymore. So this is where I'm going to say that this is where cats go to nap. They say, "Hey guys, I love the pod. I listen to it throughout the day while I work. I live. I deliver me- medicinal marijuana to people, and it's nice to have something fun to listen to while I drive around all day." All right, you're doing the Lord's work. Uh, <laughs> always been a huge. <laughs> Uh, Dragon Ball fan. My wife and I watched the whole series together, and we even had Goku Chi Chi wedding cake toppers. What? That's pretty cool. Anyways, I just got my first Dragon Ball tattoo yesterday for my 30th birthday, and I thought uh, you guys might enjoy it. Thanks for the laughs, and keep fighting. And it's a it's a nice tattoo. It's the um, I actually have the same image on my notebook that a friend, uh, shout out John Shepard, sent me. Uh, it's a sticker of Goku when he first transforms in Emperor Pilaf's castle. So the tattoo is that image of Goku, like wide-eyed, staring at the moon. Um, but his gi is black, and uh, he's got red armbands, a red waistband, and of course, red power pole. So it's a dope tattoo. 
Good on you. Might inspire me to get some of my own. And if you follow us on Twitter, you know what tattoo I'm getting if we reach a certain milestone <laughs> uh, in the pod. So uh, keep telling people about the pod and maybe I'll get a fun tattoo. Yeah, do it. For reference, uh, Boarfather of Odin is the gentleman who graciously, unpromptedly gifted me DBZ Kakarot. Oh, that's Boarfather of Odin? Yeah, addition. So, yeah. Additional kudos. Get that multiplier on there. So thanks for reaching out on Instagram, y'all. Keep keep it up. On Facebook, someone reached out to us uh, last month, and I'm sorry I missed it. I apologize. I'm going to lift the horniness band <laughs> for this one. Uh, I won't say the name because it is a bit of a spicy story, but here we go. Hey, guys, just had to let you know I'm listening to episode 142 at the moment, and you mentioned something about anime strippers and remembered my 23rd B-Day a few years ago when my brother took me to the strippers. I like that it's not to a strip club, it's to the strippers. (laughs) (laughs) To the veranda, to the strippers. (laughs) To the wall. (laughs) When my brother took me to the strippers and one of them notices my DBZ tattoo sleeve, and freaked out because one of their stripper costumes is Goku's Gi. They then spent the next three hours talking to me about DBZ and gave me several free lap dances for the rest of the night. It was an amazing birthday. Anyway, fuck the cannon and keep (laughs) fighting. Oh, that's great. What a story. Yeah. I don't know how I feel about a stripper wearing Goku's Gi as, as part of their outfit. True, but I mean we're we're launchmen. Yeah, first we're, of all, we're launchmen, of course. Look, if nothing else, that's proof that Dragon Ball is bringing us together as people, mm-hmm. and has been for years. Let's keep it up. <laughs> now, a stripper with a piccolo costume. I feel like that's more dramatic. There's more to throw off. Ooh, and it's heavy. Oh, yeah. You hear that thunk against the stage? Mm-hmm. By the end of it, you're spinning on that pole so fast, grabbing dollar oh. bills out the air. Gotta go home and feed your TNs. Master researcher Nick wrote to us again. Uh, I'll just share one of the bits. As far as KHP research, uh, they write and say, and it begins with, in parentheses, this is really nitpicky, end parentheses, but the company isn't called Blue Ocean. Ocean Productions is the main company, which did Canadian DBZ. And the sister company is called Blue Water Studios, who did Canadian DBGT and OGDB. See, nitpicky. Mm. But 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 Nick, not Nick Can. As long as it's not Nick Cannony, that's a, that's the only kind we care about. It can be nitpicky. Yeah yeah yeah, that's fine. <laughs> we we actually prefer nitpicky over Nick Cannony yeah. any day. I love nitpicky uh, when he <laughs> when he hosts the hidden vocalist. <laughs> <laughs> nitpicky host the hidden vocalist it, they're not in costume they're somewhere in the auditorium but where <laughs> this is not a bad show the more i talk about it's it, not a bad show interesting we just had we just have to find a way for nick cannon not to host it <laughs> well you get nitpicky that's how oh yeah we get nitpicky thank you to everyone who writes to us it fills our lives with joy even if we don't get to read everything uh, on air we love it and we love y'all uh, and if you want to be part of the fun, you could write to us at kamehousepartypod at gmail.com or reach out to us on all of our social at kamehouseparty, uh, Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. Y'all are doing the Lord's work because uh, those numbies keep going up for us. So uh, if you missed it, we had a milestone where we finally got to two and a half thousand downloads in a month, Woo! which is... I know in some to some podcasters that might seem like a very low number, but to us that's the most we've ever gotten in a month. So yeah. thank you all for that. It it is amazing. Yeah, and just thank you in general for, yes. for being you and existing. We're glad you're in our lives. Mm-hmm. We're glad we can be a small part of yours. And look, no matter what you got going on out there in the world today, whether you're trying to decipher what how the Saiyans are involved in the Big Bang or even if you're just trying to just relax, you gotta keep, keep five. five.